The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Hello again guys and welcome to another episode of the broadcast podcast but it's something a little bit different especially in the video format as this is our first ever episode on the Universal Wrestling Podcast YouTube page. Alan, how you going? Hello everyone, it is he, it is he, it is I, it is me, Alan of the broadcast. Yes, that is right guys, we are on a new endeavor. Tom, how are you? Bro, I'm going good, and I can happily say the countdown has struck zero, guys. It's been something I got multiple DMs from many other podcasts saying, what's this, you know, 04, 23, 23 thing? Or in Australia, what's the 23, 04, 23 thing? Uh, because in Aussie, our date and month is the other way. But we had lots of people saying, what's going on? What's happening here? And yeah, it's great to know that we've partnered up with, you know, Keith and uh, Nick from the Universal Wrestling Podcast, some great dudes, and also partnering up there with the Bloodline Entertainment Network. So a wealth of other podcasts that we joined and we're adding some international flavor, I would say, with us on the broadcast. Yes, uh, two Aussie fellas, two Aussie brothers, all the way from the land down under, have come here to be your viewing pleasure right here and now very very cool just looking for my mute tab and i don't see it actually on the riverside app do you see where's your mute tab do you see yours uh you just click on the on the mic and it just goes in mute uh mute mic ah uh, look at you look at you all riverside it up now haven't you you know it you know it did most research you know what i'm doing now yep this this once podcast of many 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 moons ago uh was just you and I sitting at your place with uh, the actual uh, microphones that we had at one time were SingStar microphones that were actually duct taped to, um, I believe it was like uh, a stand, very much like this one here, but it was very shottily done. But hey, we did what we could when we first started podcasting. Well, even before that, we actually didn't even have mics. Like when we first started, we had an iPad that would just like sit on the table and we would kind of lean in if we had a comment to say. Uh, even a few times we used to use our phone. Like my original old iPhone, like 6 or 7, that was our original microphone with no headsets. Like we would actually watch a movie, but have the volume down on the film. So that wouldn't be picked up on the mic as we're trying to actually uh, record our show in those early is, days. Is it our third episode I think we did? We introduced our brother Nathan. He was on the show with us. And we were on our way to an NXT show that was down here in Australia. And um, the how we set it up in the car was ridiculous because you could hear us faintly in the background, but you could hear Nathan perfectly because he was sitting in the back. We were sitting in the front and how the camera, sorry, how the phone was positioned. It was basically, yeah, it just, I don't know what it was. He must have had a really good, like, leverage where he was but for the rest of us we were just like 
and it, it's I've only listened to it once and once was enough. I was like, Jesus, what are we listening to here? I, I think what we did, I think we actually took a mic into the car, but the mic was kind of in the back seat where he was, but wasn't aimed at us in the front seat. So like we're talking to each other, but the mic's in the back. So when he had a comment, he would lean into the mic and sound clear, where you and I are, like, twisting to say something, and it sounds like we're, like, cars away from him. Mm -hmm. But yes, that was our, well, we, what do we call it? I think it was triple threat rules, where we did, like, a 20-minute chat. But again, we learn. You know, right I've had learn. a few laughs with people about what software do you use to edit, what software, what mics do you use when you record... And like even the 2020 year, I would say it was my most challenging year on this show because that was the first time we ever went online mm -hmm. and we had different headsets. We were picking up different frequencies. Yes. I would hear hissing in my microphone. There would be static. We would lose internet like mm -hmm. midway through a recording or before a recording. We would have weather storms. We would lose power. But that's the joys, guys. I'm looking at the camera. Becoming a podcaster that's what happens to you. You have to take all that stuff into account and it helps you grow uh, and move forward. But uh, Alan, how you been? Haven't seen you in a few weeks. Did you enjoy WrestleMania? I am doing well. I've been working quite a lot, which has been good for me. It gets me out of trouble. Um, we're discussing Mania. Okay, cool. Um, night one, enjoyed thoroughly. Uh, it was very much an enjoyable night, uh, evening, actually morning. I, I started, it was a 10 o'clock start down here for us in, in Oz. And I watched it with my boy and he and I enjoyed it. And my partner also got involved and watched it with us as well too. It was, it was quite fun. Um, you were, it was interesting because we have spoken about this a few times that, um, we almost predicted mostly what was going to be set in seeds that will be coming up now there's happening current wrestling but happening back then we were just like oh this is very interesting how things are going to go like this and also um the projections that we thought was going to happen and there's many things that didn't happen um night one was thoroughly enjoyable the hands down the Rhea ripley and charlotte flair match was just five i'm doing ten 10 stars right there. I thoroughly enjoyed that match. It was so incredibly well done. And it was so very cool to have an Aussie girl really Ripley to get the W. And uh, that was very good to see. And then also, you were right about the main event. I thought that the women's match was going to be the main event. But the the storytelling of Owens and Sammy versus uh, the Uso bros for the tag titles... And I never, ever thought in my life that we would ever see a tag team match for the tag team titles in a main event at a WrestleMania of all the times. And, and in Vince McMahon, I don't know if he was at that time, you know, I remember Vince McMahon would never allow something like that. He would never allow a tag team match for the titles to ever be. That's a, a tag team is mainly like maybe the match before but it's never the main event. It's always a triple threat or a four-way or a one-to-one -one or a cage match, a hell in a cell, you name it. Um, it's just how things were just aligned right there. And I thought, yeah, fantastic. And that match was, and we knew, I knew in myself that, yeah, you've got to give the um, uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens the win, give the bloodline a lot, sorry, give uh, the Usos a loss. But then there's night two, and um, I tried, and I tried, and I tried to enjoy night two, and uh, uh, it was a kick in the belly when the you thought that the story was going to get told, and it didn't. So, uh, Roman Reigns regained his title, and uh, Cody Rhodes lost with a rubber chicken in the ring. Um, Brock Lesnar was in the very first match. I th it did, I think that might have happened a couple of years ago with he and Seth. That match happened um, at a WrestleMania. But again, he went against the the Giants, and um, it was kind of fun that match. He was being thrown around. Brock was actually taking some decent bumps, and then he got the W. And uh, yeah, what were your um, what's your opinion on both shows? 
Uh, so I watched night one or day one as it actually took place because that was our Sunday. So I actually watched that with my son, match by match. Terrific show, great matches. Uh, one thing you just said that made me think as well, you know, talking about a tag team championship main event. Think of all those years where they had like the pre-show and that was like the opening match, you know, you know, Primo and Kalisto, you know, Kalito, what's his name? Kalito, you know, in an opening dark match from WrestleMania. It was always like all the tag champs are going to be in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. <laughs> and to think all these years later, it's in the actual main event. And I think the key that what puts it there is story. It's the storytelling behind it. You know, it deserved to be in that spot because of the seeds and stories that took months and months of planning and then having that ending, you know, the happy ending. And I knew that's the happy ending. KO and Sammy winning. We're not going to get it the night after. And I, you and I shared a couple of DMs and a couple of tweets at each other on the next day. And I knew I could just feel it. I'm like, he wants Cody. He wants Cody to get it. And I'm like, when it happens and, it, and he doesn't win... I wonder how he's going to feel. And I know, I think we shared a message and you were like, I think you just wrote cools or something. Like you, I could just tell you're, many happened hours ago, but you're still feeling like shit. You know, yep. The story was not finished. We didn't get the ending that I wanted. Um, and I called it. I just felt like it was mm-hmm. like, no, nah, he's got to go through a loss. He's got to know what it's like to be that close and not get it to get him to come back. But I'm even feeling sadly that like I had this idea in my head, like, yeah, they'll, they'll get him at SummerSlam. I don't think we're gonna. I feel with this new draft they've got coming up soon that he's gonna get lost in the mix. I mm-hmm. feel like he's not gonna be the one to do the dethroning. How quickly that can change, that's just just again, my perception, my view of mm-hmm. the product. I feel this Brock Lesnar feud is gonna probably take him out in storyline, but then how does he get back to the Roman matchup? Because if Brock's gonna be there, he'll always be the one to jump in front of everybody else. Oh, yeah. We're going to do Roman versus Brock 47 at yep. another SummerSlam for the championship mm-hmm. belt. But overall, great matches. I enjoyed the show. I went back and watched Night 1 again last week just to mm-hmm. kind of really enjoy the experience of it. And I think it's it's a bucket list of mine to one day go to a WrestleMania. Yes. And if they that means them ever coming here or us ever going there... It's definitely something that I think I would love to experience. And even a few of our close friends you know, within the podcasting community have gone to them. They mm-hmm. might have rooftop seats, but they said it doesn't care where you sit. Like, it's WrestleMania. Like, there's thousands upon thousands of people. It's an international event. There's all the stuff leading up to the show where you can go and, you know, get autographs and signatures and buy championship belts and T-shirts and those big conventions. But, you know, WrestleMania weekend was great. And here we are on our way to Backlash, which is actually coming up in a few weeks. And Mm -hmm. it's actually not called WrestleMania Backlash, which is actually quite good to have a bit of a difference there this year going forward. Oddly enough that you say that that it is known as Backlash, but Cody did drop a promo the other week by calling it WrestleMania Backlash. I don't know what that's all about. Interesting. Yes, I think it's uh, the the Triple H you know directive is let's try and make the as they call them the premium live event. They don't call them pay per views anymore. Mm-hmm. They kind of want to have a bit of flavour, you know, for each show and not having to say you've got to watch Mania to watch Backlash. Backlash has always been one of my favourite pay per views. I think back to some of the very first ones. My favourite Backlash I would probably say was two thousand. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the one when you had Rock. Triple H for the championship. Stone Cold comes back. First time Austin's been back since being hit by the car in November. Mm-hmm. Comes out and actually helps The Rock, you know, become you know World Wrestling Federation champion. The month's reign, you know, ended the next month in you know in Judgment Day in the Iron Man. But I always loved that show because it had an absolute classic, which was Dean Malenko mm-hmm. and Scotty Too Hotty for the mm-hmm. light heavyweight championship, and it featured one of the most brutal top right finishes. When Maleko DDTs him, like mm-hmm. shifts his body midway and DDTs mm-hmm. him from the top rope and scores an absolute awesome win. But I love Dean Maleko. It was one of my favorite characters. It was not the ladies' man. It was a bit different than that. Um, but what's your backlash memories? Any show pop up to you, a matchup, a memory, a card, anything from any previous backlashes? I think I'm just trying to go way back, but I believe it was the follow up of edge and um mick foley 
after the table spot at that mania. I can't remember which mania it was. Um, but I think it was a month later. Well, I think it's like, yeah, like four weeks later. I think, I think, was that at the time where Mick turned heel and he joined up with Edge? And I can't remember. It was, somebody called him a prostitute. I don't know if it was, I can't for the life of me, but I remember at that time it was a heel turn for Mick Foley. And he, um, he became like everyone. It, it was really kind of fun to see Mick mm. Foley as a heel in WWE. Um, we haven't seen uh, Mick Foley you know, portray a heel since Dude Love. And that was back in 98, 99. But I'm just, I think it was during that time he and Edge had that run together. And it was during the ECW time as well, too. Um, and so I think, I don't know if it was Tommy Dreamer or. Paul Heyman, but someone called Mick Foley a prostitute. Yeah, no. I think you're talking about 06. So <laughs> that was after WrestleMania 22, which we've <laughs> actually covered. We covered that matchup <laughs> in the TPK vault for, I think it was one of our, oh my God, from season <laughs> one. And I think, yeah, it was on the road to one night stand where okay. Heyman said, yeah, you, you prostituted your name, you prostituted your character. And then we had Dreamer come in. And then we had that uh, awkward would have been a tag match that became a six-person intergender tag where we had Lita, Edge, and Foley against Bueller, Dreamer, and Funk. And what happened to poor Terry Funk with some barbed wire there, Al? He took some barbed wire to the eyeball, didn't he? Mm -hmm. My eye, my eye. Um, and he also fell backwards on a board, I think, too, in the, the back of the head as well. And we've also covered this as well, too. We've done so many shows, it's ridiculous. But we actually did cover that in the entirety of that show yeah that, that, that was that was night that was um night two wasn't it the second one they did or was yeah. that this is the first one yeah we yeah. did both we did a yes. bonus episode i think there was something yeah. where we reached a certain amount of followers and we're like oh let's do one night stand 05 mm -hmm. with the idea being next bonus show we'll do 06 but then we reached that limit of followers like a month later and had to just do it anyway so we taped yes. both but that was a great show that was what van Dam versus what cena cena for the, for the wwe title. title and what else was it taz versus jerry lawyer at the beginning the opening match yeah we had um uh ray mysterio take ah, on sabu yeah. and the match mm. got called off because um ray we got ddt'd through a table and uh the physician there the the man was like, I'm calling it off. It's over. Mm. And yeah, who was it? Um, Eugene came out and started re reciting a a, 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 a a poem that he wrote. Mm. And out came the Sandman and beat mentally handicapped up with canes. Yeah, I was like... I thought there was... Was Mike Awesome on that card? Or was he on the one, the previous one? Because I think he took on... Tanaka didn't he and they had like, so, a, so like a, a five minute smash mouse match but I don't mm -hmm. think they fought the year I'm going to pull up the card just to actually see because I think it was that year or it might have been another one no it was the year before because 06 was Balls Mahoney took on Tanaka yes. in a five minute one yeah very nice so what is the plan of attack tonight bro well guys if you actually have been checking out our show thank you for doing that on also the universal wrestling podcast uh, youtube page you can check us out on twitter at the broadcast that's t-h-e-b-r-o-k-a-s-t also send us your promos if you want a promo to be featured on our video or audio broadcast2 at gmail.com you can also check us out on instagram at the broadcast podcast and i'm actually putting in a linkedin for us that'll be coming up very soon where you can show all our content mm -hmm. in one simple place um we're actually going to be covering a backlash match this episode we're not going to do an entire uh pay-per-view again alan and i are both very busy men and we have some gaming to do after we uh do this episode so we're going to be just covering one match and we are traveling to the year 2004 this was, again, a year that I have touched on that I wasn't religiously watching the product. I kind of came back in 05, maybe 6, 7 I dropped out again and then came back in around 8, 9. But this is the big run of Evolution. Evolution is a mystery, but they are actually beating each and every contender from Triple H, Batista, Randy Orton and Ric Flair. 
And this is the last match that would actually be the end of Orton versus Foley, as we are watching their no-holds-barred match for the WWE Intercontinental Championship, and this was from Backlash 2004. Any comments, Al, on this one? Uh, I believe at the same time as you, we I was not watching re wrestling religiously. This was on a on-again, off-again thing for me. So um, this will be an interesting match. I, I remember there's one particular spot in this match. I'm not going to say what it is because we're going to watch it together with all of you. Um, but uh, is one spot in this is just, uh, it, it's tattooed into my brain. And I believe it might be <clears throat> the people there that night that actually were at this pay-per-view and witnessing with their eyes and also being in the crowd and also watching on pay-per-view would have been it would be tattooed into their brains as well. I agree. It was definitely a crazy match. I watched this yesterday just to kind of get some a couple of notes, and I'm like, man, I haven't watched this in so many years, but I'm like, there is a lot of spots. It's brutal. It's something that you really wouldn't see Randy Orton ever actually going through. To think the Randy Orton Viper we have today, someone that's bled, there's been fire, there's been barbed wire, there's been uh, broken shoulders, broken collarbones, sledgehammers, mm -hmm. punts. But this was a different Randy Orton. You know, this was the young gun in evolution, one of the longest IC title reigns of the time. Uh, he won that championship from RVD, I believe, was the previous uh, Armageddon, which actually was the show where Evolution won all the belts. Yes. You know, the actual show ended with Evolution on the rampway with the World Heavyweight, the IC, and also the World Tag Team Championship. So mm -hmm. uh, we're watching this either on Daily Motion or you can watch it on Binge. So this is actually the uh, sixth match on the card. So we have our links on our audio description and also our video link so you can watch along with us. We'll also have our numbers be popping up just about here so you can actually sync up and actually watch along with us. But before we actually do that, we want to give a shout out to not one, but two great wrestling podcasts. Check these guys out. The Shining Wizards is the greatest wrestling podcast of all time. Don't believe me? Tune in and check us out. We laugh, we cry, we interview some of the greatest people in professional wrestling, and we have some of the greatest segments of all time, including everyone's favorite wrestling game show, Can You Beat That? We're live 6.50 p.m. East on Monday nights on all social media platforms, and we're with you wherever you go on every single streaming and podcasting platform as well. Check us out. Go over to ShiningWizards.com and join us for some wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of being lied to every day by the mainstream media? Do you want to know what's really going on in the world? Do you want to make up your own mind about things and not be told what to think or say? Then listen to Inconclusive Breakdown, a weekly anti-PC look at the world of entertainment and current events brought to you without censorship or filters. You can find us everywhere you listen to podcasts, BitChute, and on ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. And also, we're a proud member of the Shining Wizards Network. All right, guys, we are back. Alan, could you give us our countdown? All right, ladies and gentlemen, get ready to press play with us in five, four, three, two, one. See, I always laugh when I look at that rampway because it brings me back to that 2001 when you had the swinging little hooks. Mm -hmm. And there was actually a hardcore match, I think, on that card where Jeff Hardy did a Hurricane Runner off those actual flying hooks in that in that uh it was a five-man hardcore championship challenge or something like that crazy look at this kid look how young he is here no holds that, barred with the sleeves cut off too and look what he's carrying what's in the bin there l uh that's a trash can it's a bin and, mate <clears throat> It's a trash can. We've got some. Uh, <laughs> we've got some cookie sheets. Um, looks like we've got some barbed wire. Looks like <clears throat> a two by four, maybe wrapped in barbed wire. Referee Mike Kyoda, the lovely Leon Garcia, and again, he was one of my favourites. Always has been. You know, I love when Norton debuted. I love the cocky heel. You know, when he had that Randy Orton news report. You know, what are you doing? 
I think you muted yourself. That was a good joke there, and I actually muted myself there, guys. I'm learning. I'm learning. Uh, yeah. Just you, uh, I love my cocky heel. I didn't say I love a good cock. I said I like a cocky Yeah, you said heel. cocky heel. I know what you said. Yes. I know what you said. How dare you? Yeah, hello, everyone. My Smack Foley. Cactus I was Jack. so confused. I'm so confused with this because I'm like, wait a minute, wasn't this Cactus Jack? And then I'm like, wait a minute, they called him Mick Foley. He's coming out dressed as Cactus, but to Mankind's song. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, how oh. weird's that? I'm like, wait a minute, I thought this was meant to be Cactus Jack. What happened? Randy just destroyed his uh, 2x4 wrapped in barbed wire. I think he was threatening to throw it at him or something, but then it got tangled, I believe. This is scary. This is really, really scary. Just like this pretty boy. And here comes... Uh, Jesus. You touch my daughter. I'm going to take your damn head off. Someone's got... Cameraman down. Cameraman down. <laughs> we have a man down. We have a man down. <laughs> we have several men down. Oh, my God. There he is. <laughs> He's like... <laughs> Look at the poor fella. Oh, God. I've still got to, I've still got to shoot it, though. I mean, I'm not going to lie, that's actually a really cool shot, just like like paddling up and looking at the, the two titans with a... Uh, oh, look at that. There we go. Just grazing the top of the head of Randy Orton. There's a Foley chant, but that's meant to be Cactus. Uh, um, I've... Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because it's Mick Foley, but it's Mankind, but it's Cactus. I need some dude love, though. Yep, that was a big one. Jesus. Oh, oh. the headshots are just uh, unsettling. Mm. I mean, I love it. Oh, fantastic. And to think, like, so how this, long this, this is for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, to think how long this has yeah. been going for, it was months and months. Like, I think yes. he even, he wrecked Randy Orton's Royal Rumble plans. He returned in that and attacked Randy. They had their great matchup, you know, Rock and Sock at WrestleMania 20. You know, Rock That's comes right. back, teams with Mick. They lose to Evolution lose. in the handicap match. Yes. Hmm. There's a box in the ring there, too. I think that was in the uh, trash can that Randy Orton brought out. Do you know what's inside there? If it's Gwyneth Paltrow's head, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> I was going to say, it's either Hulk Hogan's head or it's yes. a picture of Scott Hall. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I glad <laughs> What was you that? That wrestling. was the... That was the San Francisco 49ers match, I think, in WCW, yes. where Booker pulled down the Scott Hall picture. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you went, um, yeah, you know, you went wrestling and I went purely just um, old, uh, you know, alternative movies. I went to Gwyneth Paltrow, What's in the Box, Brad Pitt, and Kevin Spacey. What movie? Even is that though one? I was about to ask, do you even know what movie I'm? Uh, seven. Ah, yeah, that's the, what the serial killer one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Morgan Freeman. Mm. Yeah, that, it's just the twist at the end. Sorry for the spoilers. I mean, for fuck's sake. It's been out for nearly 30-odd years, people. <laughs> Sick of that watch shit. it tonight. No, no. Here we go. Big Foley with a... Jesus. They call him Ray Mysterio Mick Foley. <laughs> he slides the, under look at that splat I would have wanted a two-pay two suicida but I'm no, cheesy a two-pay suicida with <laughs> by a, Mick uh, Foley <laughs> yeah here we go oh no second he's gonna drop an elbow get down get, get down get down I love that the referee is like showing compassion to Mick. It's like, mm. come on. Ref, you're just there to the count the one, two, three. This is a no disqualification, balls count anywhere type of match. Oh, God, he's going for the pretty boy's nose. Watch Mick's head here. Oh, jeez. This bounces off the rampway. And the sadistic laughter of Jerry Lawyer. That's what always made me laugh in these, like, as you were just saying, these no DQ matches, like the referee trying to tell him not to do certain things. It's like, dude, you're just there to ring the bell. 
pin or submit. You're not there to tell us how to wrestle the match. Just let us actually look at this ramp. Look at this here. Oh roll goodness. up on the ramp. What roll the? up on the ramp. I don't think mm. I've ever seen that's the first time I've seen that one. Kick in the gut. Those kicks in the gut. Oh, oh that was my. unsettling. Did you did you hear that? Very Jesus. reminiscent of uh, oh we got a fault. No, two count. Of uh Kevin Owens back at the Rumble against um Roman Reigns against mm. the steel uh, steps. That was unsettling. Yeah. No, that was cool. Forearm shots to the face. He's such a good sell, too. Oh, yeah, big time. Oh, God. Here we go. Well, as we're watching, what's one of your favorite Mick Foley matches? I, uh, as you know, if you're a fan of this show as well too, Mick Foley is one of my favorites. Uh, in and out of the ring. Uh, oh, oh no, he's got the hands. He's stopping it. Um, there's been a few. I think we've co actually covered on this show as well too. Um, but yeah, I think as always is the Hell in a Cell match that he had against Taker. It always sticks out mm. as, uh, as well. It's always a great match. Uh, watch that. Oh, mule kick. To the dick, to the hog beat of young Randy Orton, clothesline. I think there's uh, one thing we realized too with this show that at one point Foley was like nearly in every single companion. Yes. Like he nearly came. every second or every companion at least featured Foley, Cactus, Mankind. I think we had Dude Love once when we covered the 98 Rumble. Yes. But like every alter ego, but nearly every episode had actually featured Foley in some capacity from an announcer to a GM to a wrestler. It's interesting to see Cactus Jack with the uh, Mr. Socko. What's he asking the fans? Which one do you yeah, want? Yeah, which one do you want? And people were cheering for the bat. Oh, there we go. All right, let's do close up of Mick. We, uh, Randy is on his, yeah, focus right on Mick. Randy doing a quick shear. There we go. Mm, that's a shitload of barbed wire on that bat. That's so wrapped tight too. Yeah. Look at it. And that oh. is. Jesus. I would probably say one of my favorite Mankind matches. What jumps out for me? Hmm. This is a good one. I've really enjoyed this one, but I'll probably mm -hmm. say two that we've covered. Uh, Street Fight, Rumble 2000, and mm -hmm. No Way Out 2000. Absolute classics. Yes. I would probably choose Rumble 2000 over them all because of that final spot. Pedigree on the tax, brutal, yeah. great matchup. My favorite against your favorite. Yep. Great time it was. So, Oh, big time. Mm. Yeah, and I don't think we'll ever see another McFoley's... Um which is probably a good thing in this day and age. Um, yeah. I mean, John Moxley can come out and every week and slash his head open and try to be a badass about it. And then you go out and do a shoot uh, uh, program and then have a sook about uh, in an interview, which he loves to do. I know how much your guys in AEW love to have a sook, don't they? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just hearing passion, so. It's not passion, it's sooks. Bunch of sookie boys. Well, when CM Punk comes back in Chicago in June, everything will be okay. So, yeah. Are you legit? Are you legit? Think that Phil is coming back? Do you? I think they'll work out some deal. I think FTR sticking around for the next four years, being close friends with Punk. I think they're pushing for it. So, I'm going to say, yeah, I hope so. Look, I love me some FTR. I think they're one of the greatest tag teams on the planet. But um, oh, just ripping up the shirt now. Yeah, he's got. What is this? Uh, oh, there's n look at oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh, like even the first placement would have scraped him a bit, and yeah. then the leg drop on top of that would have just shoved it straight into the scrotum. And everybody, Jesus. did you ever think you would say that on this podcast? I was waiting to. I've been waiting years to say it. So I know I was waiting. The word of scrotum has not been used on this show for quite a while, guys, and we're glad to have it back. You know, welcome back to the broadcast. We're all, all, you know, all scrotum all the time. 
I do love the crowd was very much into this match as well, too. You saw a lot of guys standing there going, oh, just throws mm. the barbed wire down. This is pathetic. That's that just broken off the, the board, hasn't it? It's just broken off. Oh, no. Uh, what? A gasoline can and... Uh... We have not seen this since, what, someone like Kane back in, like, 98. Yes. Oh, look at that. Just pouring it all, all over the... um. We're getting some FMW action. I was going to say, we got some fire action going here. <laughs> what? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Eric Bischoff. Oh, God. You're encouraging I that he was GM at this time, yeah. The, the problem is, too, he's got it near his hand, so that'll, like, set his arm on fire if he tries to light it. <laughs> oh, shit, here we go. Don't do it. Look at the crowd loving it. Your mic's off, buddy. Working. Was this a uh, a raw pay per view? Yes, thought so. Yeah, this is back before. I think they would only come together for the big four. So uh, Rumble, Mania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series was co-branded, but then each of the other ones was also separate. So, and there's the oh my god, yep, there's the barbed wire board. What, why is that under the ring? What, <laughs> who made what it? Is the, who, what, is, what is the purpose of that being under a a wrestling ring? What mm. is that to... If Randy Orton's beautiful body ever hits that. <laughs> Gerald Lawyer. Sir. Maybe laugh though. It's like, oh, you got the box there. Wait a minute, no. Yeah, um, no like I was watching so many indie promotions do like, what is it? Um, I saw someone put, like, what is it? Like tin, like dog food tin as the actual sharp blade. The lids. Oh, they've put down like yeah, dog like food tacks lids and stuff like that. Oh wow, yeah. You know that shit doesn't work. Here we go. Watch this. Boah, body slam on the board. So Randy, oh, Randy had some cocaine in the box that was inside, which gave him, he quickly did a quick snort, gave him some superhuman strength, <laughs> threw it in Foley's eyes, and then slammed him on a cardboard, sorry, on a board of razor wire. Things I would never think I would say in real life and explaining wrestling no, I don't think it's real. I don't think it's cocaine, guys. I know it's the powder that doesn't do shit that we know that Dallas Page told us in um, Ready to Rumble. Which you can check out in the TBK vault, guys. Yes, I was going to say that's one of our, that's one of my mm. favorite episodes. It's, uh, I think we should do, um, we should cover it again if they, if, you know, wherever we find out it's like a 10 year or 50, of 20 year anniversary of Ready to Rumble. Yeah, we, we, well, we I think watched it came it out in was it ninety nine? I think it came out or two thousand. I think. All right. Well, um, two thousand and twenty nine. We'll come back and we'll actually do the show for you guys. Oh, oh, oh look at that front first too, and the drop kick. I love the way they sold that. Like Ort just counted at the last moment to flip yeah. that Irish whip back. Oh, shit. On the arm, too. That arm's already busted as well, too. Well, the last big match that we watched that featured this kind of stuff was when we did Moxley Omega. Remember we covered that for the start of this season, back in yeah. November. The yeah. full gear match. Yeah. Unsanctioned match, wasn't it? It wasn't put under the books, or... Okay, so we got... Uh there's the head. It's got yeah, the head out. Say, it's got the head. Chock full <laughs> of head goodness. It's a bowling ball, just like El Snow did. <laughs> Before Tess slipped over on a tin, on yeah. the bin lid. 
trash can lid. Well, calm down. That's a lot of tax, dude. Holy uh, shit. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> that is a that's lot. A, that's enough. That's enough. That's that's enough. Shit. And even Randy's like, okay, I'm going to RKO him into the tax. This is what his plan is. All right. He turns him around, kicks him in the belly. Shot to the Shit, face. That's a lot of tax, dude. Look at that. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's standing up too, which is kind of cool, especially during the hard camp. Run. He's going to run up. Oh, what a if counter. Wanted, if you want to get a piercing the hard way, this is how you do it. Far out. That's a little yeah. on his back. And he's, and he's running through it. He's got his knees. Even the referee selling it is fantastic. He's got it in his arms. He's got it in his, his back, his forearms. Look at that. He Big even quality. rolls him in the roll-up, and he has to grimace because they're all on his back. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Got Look at that. They're all sticking out of him. He's like a pincushion right there. Shit. Goddamn. 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 He's got him in his chest, it looks like, too, on his um yeah. his left peck. He's got a and couple in the front there. He's trying to peck it out of his hand. I uh, They're all in his hand. Someone help. Shit. Batista, Flair, Hunter, help. Get away from me. I was actually watching the uh, XPW, uh, Dark Side of the Ring, the other day. Mm. And they were talking when Luke Hawk talks about when he was wrestling and he got a splash through the tax. And he said, I had to sit in the back with pliers and, like, try and pull him out of my hand. Like, he said, they were just so deep in. I'm just pulling, and I just—he said I couldn't grab it. I just couldn't nick the middle lid just to get the first one out. The things that people do—it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, nah, nah. This is, you know, what is he? Do? Oh my! Oh crap! Jesus Christ! Foley throws Orton off the ramp and literally blows up the whole structure there. Shit. I do remember watching this match and then going, you know what? Edge, you know, sorry, not Edge, um, Randy Orton, he's hardcore. Mm. He can take, you know, and this is where he would dom the new hardcore legend, wouldn't he? he? He became, he would talk after he won this match. It was basically, look at the arm, look at Cactus's arm there. That's crazy. I wonder what happened when they went to the gorilla. What, what was the, did they quickly, you know, they wanted to go in the back quickly because he probably had the taxes inside of his hands. He probably wanted them out or something. Or, yeah, it wasn't really explained why they mm. went to the back. Or is he just quickly checking in, saying, "No, I'm all good. It's all yeah. good." Yeah, yeah. It was just or, he, or he swore at Vince and said, "Vince, this is a fucking stupid idea." <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's swearing at Vince. He swear at anybody that's there. It's like. It's almost like turned into like a last man standing match. Like it almost yeah. could have been like a Texas death match. Yes. Which is surprising that they didn't do it because that's a real throwback to like Cactus in like WCW, you know, having those old death matches and stuff like oh, that. Oh, oh, little Jack Jones down. Heaven is down. Look at this oh. camera shot. Look at that exposed wood though, too. You know, falling like know. that. If Foley wasn't careful, they could have got him right in the head. It reminds yeah. me of the. Um, do you remember the Sabu doing that in ECW? Yeah, he did a table spot and it went through like, almost into his head or something like that, into his eye. Look at this, yeet! Wow, <sighs> the airtime. Yeah, that thing, that that sharp piece of far out wood. <laughs> alternate universe. <laughs> Mick Paul has got a lost an eye. He has a patch on his eye because that thing. Is this? That's right. Full count anywhere. Oh, that was nearly it then. That was nearly it. Yeah. Because I think with the old Texas Death Match, I think it was either you had to pin them first, and after you pin them, then it's last man standing. Like you've got to get the you victory first, then it's a stand. I reckon they should have done that for this one. That would have been awesome. Um, I think again, that sounds like um. I would imagine Vince looking at that and going, I oh, know, we're not that Southern wrestling. 
yeah. we're we're yeah. the we're the goddamn entertainment. We're WWE. Mm. We make our own uh, rules. We use our own type of matches. We don't need to be that backyard or that you know that wrestling, that southern wrestling. Oh God. Now, at this time was um I should know this but I'm gonna ask you anyway it was uh impact or TNA uh, mm. around this time yeah I believe they yeah. would have done lockdown because lockdown was their annual April event mm-hmm okay did you see Orton trying to pick him out of his back then yes and and several fell oh. out then too like he's brushing it. I don't know if it's like irritating him or Mick Foley's arm looks like what a great shot that is there yeah, does he? I don't know if he rolls over roll over them again. I think he forgets. Or that That's gasoline brutal. tanker is still in the ring. The lighter's probably still there too. You hate to be the oh butterfly DDT. Oh, kicks out. Yes, the counter programming was lockdown 06, which was yes. Christian Cage was the NWA champion. Uh, he took okay. on Abyss in the Six Sides of Steel for the world title. And the main event was the Lethal Lockdown, Sting's Warriors, which was AJ Styles, Sting, R-Truth, and Rhino mm-hmm. against Jeff Jarrett's Army, which was mm-hmm. Jeff Jarrett, Steiner, Chris Harris, and James Storm in 25 minutes, 23. Great matchup, though. I actually enjoyed that one. Fantastic. Hmm. Well, now, where's Randy gone? Oh, shh. That was a nasty. That was a sledgehammer. Yeah, nah. it's Barbie again. That thing's still got kerosene all over it. Um, and Cactus just took it to his head. And now he's, oh, we have a split, and now that's stuck to his top. He hit him in the. Even the referee selling it, fantastic. Looking away, yeah. We have a uh, Cactus is putting on Socko. Look at that. Orton's eyes. Orton's eyes saying the mandible claw. So it really is Mick Foley that we're getting in this matchup. It's like all yes, the... It is. I would have loved him just to do a dude love dance on the rampway. I would have loved that. But, you know, one you're day. Asking to, you're asking too much, man. In the multiverse, he did. In the multiverse, he's got one eye. And he's... <laughs> he, dude lovers, the... Oh, another... God. Jesus. Another shot to the meat. Oh, that is a nasty look. He has to cut his eyebrow. Yeah. Another shot with the uh, mandible claw. Hmm. Oh, look at that. RKO. RKO. Do it. Pit him. Oh. It's a great matchup. It's been awesome. One. What are you doing, ref? Step. Yeah, look at the... Re- <laughs> Kyoto attacks in the hand. <laughs> yeah, look he's hurt him. himself. Oh, shit, I shouldn't have done that. You know they blur his face out on everything now in um, that's really? uh, WWE related now? Because le- he left on bad terms with them, he did. Uh, oh, oh, there's another one. That's got to be it. Listen to the king. That's it. That's it. Awesome. That match. was very nice. I'm giving that a clap. That was awesome. That was nasty. Nasty, nasty match. Just like this podcast, it's nasty. Well, we had a bit of a list of matches, guys. Alan, why did you choose this one from that list? Did it just jump out? Good memories? Good times? Uh, Mick Foley, of course. Uh, Cactus Jack, mm. whatever the hell. I, I do vividly remember the um, the tax spot, which was... Mm. Uh, brutal. Um, and even thinking, oh, here's Flair and here's Batista. Uh, you, you know, you, you never thought you, there was a, a hope that, uh, oh, Flair's just picking them out too. Don't worry, brother, I've been that. The Big Show did it to me on ECW. <laughs> um, yeah, they got them all off his back pretty quickly. Yeah. It's that old theory that we said about even, um, 
with Kenny Omega and Moxley. It just disappears, just fades away. Yep, that's wrestling. Flair holding up that Intercontinental title. But didn't also, um, we did it on All My God, Foley and Flair. They had a pretty good war too at SummerSlam. Yes, they did. I think they had a last man standing, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, No, it was an I Quit match. That's what it was, yeah. Yeah, I Quit, and um, here we go. Watch watch this. Right here, I just looked at that and go, God damn, Randy, you're pretty boy. Mm. You can take a bump like that. You're a goddamn legend. But it's his chest, both forearms, and back, and also his butt. Look at that. And his thigh. Yeah, his thighs. Yep. Oh, that <sighs> piece of wood sticking out. That is haunting. I mean, that was a hell of a spot, but come on. Mm. That's nasty oh. looking. That is really nasty. But even Randy hit the um the bat yes, as well. He his shoulder. Yeah. Braced his arm. Hmm. Evolution. We're gonna see Batista going, I ain't dealing with that shit. Never. No, never. <laughs> no way. I'm gonna to go to Hollywood. I'm gonna get jacked up. I'm gonna star as Drax the Destroyer. And I'm gonna get and then I'm gonna go and work in <clears throat> DC, I'm gonna James Gunn's gonna be my best man, my best friend. And he's like, no, nah, I'm not taking any of this silly shit. Well, that's it. Uh, any closing comments, Al, before we finish up for what's been a great episode? Fantastic match right there. I really enjoy watching uh, Mick Foley, Cactus Jack, Dude Love, whatever you name him. Uh, he's one of my again. There is a reason why he's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. And just to watch Randy on at a very young age. Uh, I believe he was in his early 20s here. Uh, just watching him just be, just the little seeds of the, oh, he, he was known as the legend killer at this time, but now he's the hardcore legend killer. So a very cool match. No, that's awesome. All right, guys, before we finish up, we want to give a shout out to not one, but two great wrestling podcast. Check these guys out. What's up, folks? It's your boy, the Impact Player, Mr. Philly Ray, inviting all of you to check out the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Join us as we cover all things current in the world of pro wrestling, as well as paying homage to the old school, the squared circle. So listen in and find out why we are the recognized symbol of excellence in sports, entertainment, broadcasting. Find us on all social media platforms and anywhere you get your podcast from. And as always, we are the proudest members of the Shining Wizards Network and Rant Entertainment Media. The Mark Order Podcast is the only show you need if you're looking for dedicated coverage of everything AEW on the Shining Wizards Network. Join us live on YouTube every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. Eastern after Dynamite to chat along with the show. If you can't join us live, listen to us on your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on all social channels at MarkOrderPod and use the hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us, we will find you. Well, guys, you know what time it is. Alan's left the room, so I have to give a bit of a readout of our sponsors and affiliates. So Rogue Energy is a premium energy and focus supplement designed to optimize your mental and physical performance. And if you check out RogueEnergy.com and use our promo code 2702 at checkout, you will get 10% off products. Next one I want to talk about is Luxie. So Luxie can enhance your performance with their analog grips. These grips can be used on your PlayStation, your Xbox, and your Nintendo Switch. And if you visit Luxie.com and use the promo code BRO247, that's BRO247, you get a total of 15% off products. Up next is Triumph Chairs. So Triumph Chairs is a gaming chair company specializing in comfort and performance. Visit TriumphChairs.com and use the promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 10% off products. Up next is Clinch Gaming. Clinch Gaming manufactures custom professional gaming controllers that you can use on your Xbox and your PlayStation and use our promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 5% off products. Up next is Player One Coffee. So Player One Coffee develop coffee recipes custom tailored to gamers, creative, developers and just about anyone who really enjoys a cup of coffee. And lucky last is VictoriousEyewear.com. So Victorious Eyewear developed blue-white blocking gaming glasses designed to eliminate digital eye strain and help you maintain comfortable and focused. Visiting uh, VictoriousEyewear.com 
and use the promo code BRO247 at checkout gets you 10% off. So again, shout out there to Victorious Eyewear, Player One Coffee, Clinch Gaming, Triumph Chairs, Luxie.com and Rogue Energy. All right, guys, we are back, and we're at the tail end of what has been a, a quick episode, but a good one. We've got some other content coming out in the later part of April, going into the early part of May. Alan, where can people find you? Right down there, it says Alan Ross 84 tbk That's my Twitter handler. That's where you can find me. Uh, you can also find me uh, on the Insta. I've got a LinkedIn, so I'll make sure to throw that up as well, too. Uh, I'm on Fortnite as well, too. I do Twitch. That's TTV uh, Roscoe Bosco 84. Uh, it's always a bit of fun trying when I get online and people, you know, you're playing with a bunch of randoms, especially on Fortnite sometimes. It's like TV uh, Roscoe. Roscoe? Is it Roscoe? Hey, Roscoe. And I go, yeah, what's up? Oh, my God, you talk. I go, yeah, here you go. So it's uh yeah it's always fun to hear people go what does that mean just my name mate it's just my name yeah that's where I that's am That's actually guys. one thing that my son asked me to ask you and maybe we could do a whole episode on it mm-hmm. where did Roscoe Bosco come from Do you want to know now or we're we going to wait Is it worth a whole episode Nah nah not really at all Tell me tell us now we've got a few minutes Also to you know what I forgot to do last episode I said I was going to go find my white shirt my mm. my TBK shirt. I totally spaced. I'm looking at myself now. I've been wearing this for the majority of the day, and I was like, I'm gonna get my shirt out. I was gonna get it out. I've forgotten it. Next episode, looking right in that camera, that I will wear the TBK shirt for the whole show. Now, what would you like to know? Where this the name Roscoe Bosco eighty yeah. four came from? Where'd it come from? There's a it used to be an Australian streamer. Uh, named Sam, and he was known as Aussie Battlers. And he, a couple of years ago, did online streaming on Twitch. So he would jump on there and he would do other games, like he would do COD, he would do Fortnite was his big things. He would actually run like tourneys or tournaments. So he would actually, people could jump in and actually play along. You could play alongside him or you could play against him. And it was kind of fun. It, most of the time was very toxic. Um, because again, Fortnite can be a very toxic game. Um, and then my original name was actually this one down here. When I started off on Twitch on was Alan Ross 84. And just one time, just jumping into some of Sam's, um, streams, he gave me the nickname of Roscoe. So and then he just went Roscoe McBosco and then that sort of continued after that and I went I really like the name of that that's really kind of cool so I adopted the name I looked around online and I was like Roscoe Bosco no 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 one's really gone with that name Ross is my middle name Bosco it takes me back to the Seinfeld episode if you go the the Bosco was um. Mr. Peterman's, I think, Elaine's boss, uh, mother's last words before she passes. And then when you find out that it's George's pin to his actual card. And mm. so when he goes, I've never told anybody this. And he's telling this woman who's on her deathbed and says to her, you know, uh, my pin there is actually Bosco. And she's like, Bosco, Bosco. And then she comes alive and then she dies. And then, uh, Mr. Peterson walks in and goes, what do you mean, Mama? What does that mean? And then right at the end, the gentleman has his um, arm stuck in the, uh, the, his sleeve is stuck in an ATM machine for some reason uh, because there's a fire also broken out thanks to Jerry and his uh, leg, his leg falling asleep. And he has to, George gives the man his card and he goes, what's the, the pin of your card? And he goes, what do you need my card for? He goes, I need a pin. And then he finds out he, he doesn't say it, but it's implied what happens next. So interesting enough, this it's a very long story, but I'll mm. continue going on. Um, Sam doesn't do streaming anymore. Uh, he was he's a he was at that time 
a very large gentleman. He's uh, mm. he's also on TikTok. He's uh, I believe he's because when he was on Twitch, he was Aussie Battlers, and I believe I he's think I've tw- heard of that before. Yeah, yeah. Mm. he was a big boy. And when I mean a big boy, he was quite heavy on the side. Mm. And most of his streams, he would come on and he, you know, he would eat chips or he would be eating shapes or something like that. And, you know, he, he just looked and he would. Just, and his main thing, too, if he actually got like a a, a, a goal or something on the sh- on his actual Twitch stream, he would do a shoey. Now, if you're not from, if you're around the world and you, you don't know what a shoey is, it's actually when you get a shoe. And you get a beer and you tip the beer into the actual shoe and then you scull the beer out of the shoe. It's one thing I've never done and I don't particularly want to. I've done it with a glass boot um, with proper beer in it. And I went to an actual place and it's actually, it was quite nice. I didn't scull the beer. I thoroughly enjoyed the beer. So it's, I'm just I'm trying to think more of it now. He doesn't stream anymore. He actually turned his life around. He's, I mean, his life was always great. He's got a couple of kids. He's got an absolutely gorgeous wife. Very much in love. And then he just, all of a sudden, a couple of, about two years ago, he started shredding the weight. The weight just disappeared. And a lot of his content that he would put up was very different stuff that we've seen than do before, where... Most of his stuff was sort of self-deprecating humor. He was making fun of himself or he'd be making fun of his missus and his missus would make fun of him. It's the Aussie style. I do that quite a lot myself. Then the content changed on the um, on the TikTok. It became a little bit more adult, a um, little bit more edgier. Their Instagram posts were very, very different, he and his uh, partners. And then all of a sudden, they just came out and said, oh, yeah, we're no longer doing gaming anymore. And this little t- little thing over here on TikTok is not going to be just for humor. We are going to um, promote our OF. And it was just, excuse me, uh, baking powder. Where did this come from? We It was something that we thought I never in the likes of him going, and he shredded a whole lot of weight. Mm. And then he and his missus started doing OF stuff. And he's got his own page. He promotes that quite a bit. And she's got her own page. And she quite she promotes that quite a bit too. And I was just, I mean, he and I still talk. He still, every now and again, will jump online, uh, maybe through his TikToks or even on his Insta. And he will still call me that. Even though on most of my, uh, my socials, I'm known as Alan Ross or just Alan. He knows who I am. So he still calls me Roscoe, but um, that was a very interesting tale because it only happened about four, yeah, about four years ago, when that mm. and he on that time where I actually was that that little nickname of Roscoe Bosco was gifted to me. I thought, you know, what, I'm going to run with it, but then to see Sam and his missus to go, you know what, we're done with the uh, this little gaming business now. We're going to be grown ups. And we're going to start doing adult stuff. It was just like, sir. S- sir? Wow. Okay, sir. <laughs> but it shows but- you how people can make money. Like, you make more money, I think, doing it that way. I, I don't I do not do gaming streaming. I've been keen to do it. I know streamers can make cash by promotions and discounts, mm-hmm. promoting them, you know, discount codes to viewers and fans. But I think mm-hmm. OnlyFans, people make a killing. And we've seen that in the entertainment world, even with pro wrestlers who've left yes. companies, making a killing, you know, thousands of dollars a month. Mm-hmm. It's why would you want to spend time gaming if you could pull all the money this way? So, yeah. Well, to be honest with you, I would rather... This is not. This is me personally. Um, mm. I've got nothing against anyone doing OF. Hey, if you want to make a buck, make a buck. I would rather sit on my b hole than show my b hole off to make money. So I'd rather be sitting on gaming on my b hole than everyone looking at it. That's I want to make you a t-shirt with that now. A b hole. I'd rather make b hole sitting on my b hole. Yeah, yeah, like you I'm... have a controller. I'd rather sit on my b-hole with a controller than show... Well, I won't draw an actual... Well, Please don't. No one needs we'll to just... see that. We might scrap that idea. Please. It, it, that's on the maybe pile. Hmm. Well, I was going to think, where, where, where's he going to wear it? Like, where, I'm not wearing it on the show. 
I'm not wearing it, it here. It just sits on the background like there. Blurred. <laughs> the actual asshole is blurred. We can't put this oh. on too. We can, uh, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, we have to take the shirt down. Why? It's promotional. I don't care. We're, we're not doing it, Al. YouTube has been, it's striked our channel twice now. That's enough. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Well, well, there we go. I've always wanted to know where Roscoe Bosco come from. Because I'm like, yeah, I've never, like, I've known you on PlayStation for a while. But I'm like, I wonder why he changed his name. And then my son goes, ask him tonight. Ask uncle, where did he get the name from? And I said, okay, I'll tell him. So. Yeah, just tell him, tell him the first half. You don't need to tell what happened, how the ending is. Yeah. Just, ah, yes. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell him when he's older. There we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell him that. Well, guys, this is it for what has been a great episode. You can actually check us out on all of our social streams, on our Twitter, our Instagram, our LinkedIn, and also check us out, again, on the Universal Wrestling Podcast, and that's at the UW Pod. That, again, is the UW Pod. And thank you again to Nick, uh, to Keith, for inviting us to actually be on your channel going forward. We've had our YouTube for a while. They've got a great following, the Bloodline Entertainment Network, all the great shows on there, Wrestling DeLorean, The Tim King Show, uh, Top Rope Wrestling Talk, Circle of Debate, Clark Street Wrestling, and now the broadcast is slowly adding some international flavour to that. But once again, as I say each and every episode, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. watching a few of Kurt's matches in um, TNA, but he was, he was different then. It was just, you could tell he was still in a lot of pain. Like a lot, a lot of pain. He was on a lot of pills, wasn't he? What Towards was the it? end, yeah. yeah. Wasn't he, he going through a lot of... Yeah, well, his whole relationship with Karen Angle broke down and she Jeff went Jeff walked his, in and said, yeah. I got a guitar and a dick. Play your song? Play your song with my dick and guitar. <laughs> well, I love, I love this show. Oh. I love how we do things here. We give you a bit of good professionalness about what's going on in the world of wrestling at this time and what's going on today, and then we'll make a dick joke <laughs> with a guitar. I would love to count how many dick jokes we do in a show. Uh, yeah, it's good. How it's many great. we actually do? I like to think it's all the shows that I listen to. <sighs> I listen to a lot of Kevin Smith shows. I, li- I listen to a lot of uh, Conrad Thompson shows. So if you're a, a fat American, I love you. <laughs> I think because our show it's it's really unedited, no, and it's oh real. My. Yeah, it's raw. Like we I, are I raw. edit, I edit like sound levels and I add music, you but, know, I, you've but never I don't, taken I don't cut, take things out. Yeah. It's a real honest take. Yeah, it's a real take on yeah. two Aussie brothers, just two dads talking a lot just of just laughing. Maybe yeah. it's. Uh, can, can you talk about that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs>